I first want to first thank um, Andre Griffith for moderating this panel. Um, his, brother, his brother was in North Kakalaki yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Kentucky. Yo, he saw cows. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, made his way up here. I've, I'm always appreciative of the sacrifices that everyone makes to help make IMBC uh, an incredible experience. Or actually, I should say an amazing experience for everyone. So without further ado, I'm going to turn this over to, to Dre. One, two, one, two. Give it up for Andre Mullen one time. The visionary of IMBC. Thank you for this opportunity. Um, to my right, uh, I have a young man who is a, a veteran in this lovely genre that we call Christian hip hop. For those of us who still want to call it Christian hip hop, um, he just uh, recently took a position over at Engine Radio. Uh, you know him originally from the 305. He goes by the name of Jay Blaze. Give it up for Jay Blaze. And to my left, you have New York's own. This dude is a veteran in his own right. When I give you a compliment, take the compliment. <laughs> yeah, I see how this panel's going to go already, right? Um... You've seen this man around DJing for WLIB, WBLS. He's uh, got the hit show on Hot 97, Sunday mornings, Street Glory, DJ Tony Tone. And I am, of course, um, Andre Crazy One Griffith from C1 Radio. Um, I've only been in this for nine years, so these guys really outdo me. Uh, in the radio department, but what we want to do is uh, we want to talk about radio in the changing music industry. Now, this is a very important panel. Uh, how many artists out there? Show of hands. Okay, we have a few artists. How many artists have ever had their stuff played on internet radio? All right. How many artists out there have had their stuff played on FM radio? A lot less hands. How many people out there has ever received a check from having their stuff played on radio? Two. All right. Notice how those numbers dwindled down after every question. So we want to help you out with that and see, outside of paperwork and registrations and stuff, we want to try to help you guys out so you can understand what radio is about in this business of radio. So the first question I have for you fellas, um, and just to enlighten the audience, what is the purpose of radio? You don't want to take that? Yeah, no, me too. Um, I, I believe the purpose of radio is to uh, bring an experience to the listener um, and to break new music. I mean, I think that's what radio started out to be. And to this day, I still think it can do that. Um, but again, that's teacher's own. I mean, some people listen to the radio for various reasons, so. Radio is just. Yeah. Am I on? Okay, beautiful. Radio is just another medium uh, to get you quicker and faster to a greater audience. Uh, that's changed throughout the years because now 
social media has made a dent, although I think, you know, it has its own space. Um, and what makes radio unique to anything else other than streaming is that you can get some experiences on radio you can't get on streaming services. And you might be like, well, because you're a radio dude, that's what you're going to say. No, like, honestly, a curator that has a couple hundred thousand followers and you're on this playlist where there's 200 records, the possibilities of you getting played on that, plus the experience of a DJ actually announcing and being able to tell a story about your music is very different from you just being on a playlist. Again, though, I've understood doing this over 15 years, like, I understand the purpose, I understand the platform, I don't, I'm not on this whole like, oh, if you don't do radio, then don't do streaming, like, actually, because of our genre being really small, which this is the part no one wants to tell you, is that CHH and the stuff we do is very small. Though It's a hole in the wall, there's literally a cup, and I know that sounds really bad to some folks, but that's the truth. There's maybe four or five stations that play and report uh, plays to, see, to all these other, there's just not enough platforms, and the few that they are, it's already oversaturated. So, yeah, radio is just a platform like others. Before radio was king, that, those days are gone. Radio's had to modify itself to what streaming is doing, and that, as an artist, it is a benefit to you because now you could call a program director, you could harass them to death, but they're going to go look at your, guess what? They're going to go look at your streams. So you could tell me, oh, your music is great. I go look at your streams, you got a couple hundred streams. Like, it just makes it hard to really debate and say, oh, okay, this might be open for us to even consider playing. Uh, so radios have to tweak that, uh, but radio, that's what it is. It's just another platform of many uh, that gives an opportunity for, for a greater audience to hear you. I'm going to ask this question to both of you. How do your radio stations survive? <laughs> my be real. My yeah. radio station? It got money, how son. Do your radio station Dude, I'm not even, I don't even have to answer that. <laughs> Hot 97 has I don't, money. I, I don't, that's not a question for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> they got money. Take that, man. No, Engine, Engine, where I work at, Engine is uh, privately owned. Uh, it's a signal that was bought. Uh, and just so you guys know, you won't get this at any other conference. Engine was bought for $13 million by some people that got a lot of money and love Jesus. Houston is very different than anywhere in the country. Uh, they support music there. So, like, today I've been here all day. And people had literally come up to me and be like, bro, I checked my stats and all my music is bought from Houston. Like, because people buy music in Houston. They support it. Uh, I used to live in Miami. It's a desert in Miami for Christians. It's dead. Like, you, you want to go see secular stuff all day. But as far as believers and, like, events that are catered to our genre, it doesn't happen. Houston, it's the same thing. Like, there's, actually, Houston is different. Houston, NF, everybody comes to Houston. Like, it just happens. It's a melting pot for and because people support it so artists are quick to say let's do a tour we're going to houston everybody shows up there's just a fan base behind it uh engine is privately owned engine doesn't dictate or is the vision behind engine was some people that said we want to try and see if we can come up with a format that's not two c two cccm two black gospel where can we meet in the middle and can what can i just play more than just lecrae can i play uh, can I play Molly Music next to Tori Kelly? Can I play? So the reason why I left Miami after 30-something years ago to Houston was because no one in the country is able to financially be stable to support a format that wants to try something that everyone has tried to do. No one's figured it out. And that's why I left, and that's why I'm there, because 
this carries, people are watching and they're trying to figure out, because as we all know, faith-based organizations or identities that are Christian are supported by a really core group of people, and they know if they stray away, that's like at church. If the people that are tithing every week, if you do something they don't like, guess what? You can't pay bills. No one's going to stay by. Well, at Engine, it was very different. They paid for the signal. It's paid. Now we can try some stuff. And that's why it gives artists, especially like ours, an opportunity to get on a platform that serves over 6 million people in Houston. So that, that's the opportunity, and that's why. So Engine is privately funded. It runs. It'll be here for, I mean, I remember coming and leaving Miami and going to Houston and saying, look, what if this thing dies in six months? Why would I go to Houston and leave my Miami for, and they were like, no, buddy, this station's paid. You don't have to worry about none of that. We're going to try this, and we're just going to go gun-ho. So that's Engine. So let me answer the, the let me answer that in one simple uh, word. Tony didn't want to mention it. You beat around it. Your station, your station survived by money. I'm going to break a lot of hearts today with this statement. The purpose of radio is to sell airtime. That is the purpose of radio. So now the question is, why should you now take, take engines Take engines, uh, um, take their business model out of the equation, okay? And you're on Hot 97, so you know this. Why would I play Christian hip-hop on radio if Christian hip-hop doesn't bring in money? Because it has the possibility to bring in money. Um, you you got to understand, hip-hop itself... Did, where it's at now and I'm talking regular hip hop I'm not talking about Christian hip hop no one thought it would ever do what it's doing now if if you know I think a report just came out recently hip hop is the number one genre of music in the world now like it's beat country and everything else like everybody listens to hip hop but when hip hop first started no one thought it was going to do what it did no one I, rem I come I'm old enough to, to remember you know jams in the park where they literally, the DJ put his stuff out in the park. They roped off where the DJ was, and people just came out and just chilled in the park and had fun and listened to music. That's the basis of hip-hop. That's where it started from. Look where it's at now. Christian hip-hop, or what we call CHH, has the potential to do the same thing. The stuff that God did with Lecrae, Lecrae didn't even expect that. He wasn't even trying to do that. He was just being... Uh, uh, dedicated to who he is as a person and was putting out music and God just took it to a whole nother level see what God can do what you surrender to God you have no you have no idea what God can do with that but if you want to try to control it good luck I feel like a lot of us feel like we have it really easy so I've been doing I know we've been doing it 15 plus so artists today have it a lot easier than artists did 15 years ago when you couldn't get up on a stage, they would put you behind the trash can side of the church. You couldn't go inside. Like, people don't understand. Like, so one day, take some time and realize what the history is and where you're at and why it's great and an advantage to use radio. Use it as your opportunity because, honestly, we have in this, and I'm sorry, man. I go on a tandem. I got, you got to control me. Um, there's this thing where we feel 
that if we have a site placement that makes us feasible, that now we're loved and liked by everyone. No, 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 no. Listen, just behave. Give them the real. Don't beat around. No, 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 no. Like in our genre, in our genre, in our genre, people like so. Chh artists. I'll give you an example. You know what? Let's use something tangible and real, okay? So I've had the opportunity to break some really big artists, and I didn't try to do it it just they were in Miami and they happened to show up at my station and we did a show guys like social club okay I remember and these are the things people don't see now with social and I use them because they've been able to use an indie movement then eventually get the backing and sort of continue to do it and not lose themselves in the process because you know like when you start as an indie you got to literally give your life you're a slave to this big organization like so when when social came they became radical and crazy. At first, I was like, you guys are crazy. Like, what are you guys talking about? I remember people used to hate. They used to have, like, literary videos of just people's comments of hating. But they stayed true to who they were. Uh, and when we talk about this music and the movement, they put work in. So, like, what you're seeing Social Club do right now, they're releasing, they're already working on the next thing. You're just caught up on what's happening right now. They're continuing to work. Fern, okay? Like, I met Fern when first, Fern first got out of prison. And I met his sister. We sat down. And literally, I'll go to his house, and Fern has bags of lyrics, son, like literally a bag full of lyrics to the top. And he's just writing and writing. He's a maniac. I have friends who are on a, on a I don't have an, uh, an iPhone, but a couple of my friends all together from Miami have an, a, a group on their phones or whatever where they all chat. And literally, Fern writes a verse and a track like every day. Like, and that's the kind of grind you should have. I think... Chris Belmont said it here before. If the number one selling artist is releasing more records than you are, there's a problem there. Because honestly, he already has the backing and the support behind them. You, bro, like two site placements on those sites you love ain't the only. You got to literally use, but, use but, the sites. But also, but also, man, also the reason why people do what they do like like now you have more people not asking themselves the question of why why am i doing this because as you and i know we've been doing this for a while right our why was already established when we started right we didn't know it was going to last you know umpteen years right but it didn't matter how many years because we established our why some people get in this and they don't know why and when things don't go their way they just quit and so you, 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 you didn't do it for the right reasons. You did it because you want to be a Lecrae. You did it because you wanted to be a social club or a Bizzle. Don't do that. Don't do music because you want to get paid or be famous. That's the wrong reason to do music. I'm not on the radio because, you know, or, or God didn't do this because I wanted to be famous. I wanted to be faithful. There's a difference. All information that you're getting is to help you it's business-wise, but if you're doing this for the wrong reasons, you, all you're going to do is be frustrated. And that's when you usually meet people who are salty, and you talk to them, and they're mad, and honestly, they're frustrated because no one's loved it, right. when in reality, the identity of why they're doing music right. is dead and gone. So they've, they've catered their mindset and their heart to these platforms, and I love them. I think they're beneficial for our movement. It's small, and it sounds 
it's still growing. Like, use every platform that's winning and openly to uniquely expose what you're doing in a way where that you can, and do it like, this is a scene that I'm going through personally, and I'm going to be 100% transparent. And somebody told me this that doesn't do Christian radio. Someone that mentors me, and they did secular radio for many, many years. They said, the problem with us as faith-based artists and people in media is that we assume because we're believers and we mingle with other believers that genuinely they're our friends when in reality we're just exchanging services so it becomes a problem after a while so we say man i met you at a conference we're cool we're chilling well i i believe now our connection is real because we believe in jesus and i get that but honestly some people are here for a season some people are here for a service some people and you have to distinguish that the problem with me is that i came from a really small station in miami and i believed i wanted to be i love this this genre so much that i put my heart on the sleeve and i would be open to just how can i help you what can i do because when you've been doing this as long as we have and you see the resources that you guys have compared to people that were doing it 15 years ago, like your heart just breaks to be, man, I've met people, man, that you speak to them and they're already beaten. They've tried so hard. They've been going and all they want, like, I, this, man, we got here at 6 o'clock and we got here like at 7.30, 7.40. This gentleman right here in the front, like he came from Buffalo seven hours away, drove here from, I don't know, when last night. So you think when people, and I'm just saying him because like, I commend this. This is our movement, folks. That's, that's like, part this is of not it. Just, that's part of it. Yeah. I know it looks cool, and there's all these websites, and everybody, like, there's a lot of artists that get no shine, get no platform. So even in my own personal life, God really had to convict me and understand that. So, yeah, I do radio, but this is not my platform. What I'm supposed to do is figure out how God wants to use those that nobody knows about and give them a platform where some people can hear them, see them, and understand that. So use every platform you can, and at the same time, understand what that relationship is. There's people that I've met here. That we come, I you know, I remember when we came, man, the first year we did this, that was three years ago, five people showed up, man. Like, it was nobody up in here. Right. Like, and I and we just believed wholeheartedly. Like, there's not a lot, there's 20-something folks in here. And I'll tell you, when you start seeing the growth, you, you're like, you're faithful. God, God honors when you're faithful in the small. Like, he truly sees that. And you just have to be patient enough to wait your opportunity when we got, because it'll be some door that you probably never heard of. It'll be somebody you don't even know that God will use that person to open a door. This radio thing, like we, we get caught up in data and numbers. At the end of the day, God has a say so here. You can be the most talented, be the most amazing, spend 30 G's on your project. If God's hand is not over it and he doesn't lead the right steps, guess what? You'll be sitting, you'll be hot, you'll be tight, and then honestly it won't work because the focus became what, how much money I put into this than what God wanted at the end. So right. be cool with that. And Manny's going to make me be the bad guy here. Um, <laughs> just because your song appeared on Rapzilla does not mean you've made it. I'm just going to put it and out use there. It. Use it for what it is. Use Rapzilla for what it is and keep moving. But and, make sure there's more than just that happening. And I'm going to say this also because I've gotten an email from somebody who wanted placement on C1 Radio. And one of their uh, pitch lines that they use is that uh, it's being supported on Rapzilla. I have nothing against Rapzilla. Just let me put that out there. But stop using Rapzilla as though it is a standard for which other people should be liking your music. All right. Some people, especially if you paid for the placement. I love Chad. I love <laughs> Philip. So I love Chad. I love Philip. Uh, I know what they're about. I'll tell you this. So when you make good music, you make good music. Right. You don't need a placement. It happens. Like we, there's a young lady that we play right now, Cash. She's in the UK. I thought she was a white girl. She showed up. She's a black girl. Her music is amazing. We, 
understand. Like, so I'm a radio. I was an artist oh, let me first. Stop you there. Let me stop you there. Ooh, I know where you're going. I, get too, I know yeah, where you're going. You let go. me stop you there. Let me stop you there. Because now we 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 spoke enough about radio yeah. and its purpose and everything like that. So let's get into the stuff that's actually going to help these artists. Yes. Okay. What distinguishes a song that gets played on your show or station versus one that gets just kind of left on the uh, in the computer trash bin? You do. You determine that. Fans determine that. Uh, yeah, Pete. Yeah, on my station, people determine that. Numbers determine that. We run a cube. So at Engine, we don't just play records on the strength that somebody told us it's good. We do data work. So every quarter hour, we're looking at how people react to when they hear the record, if people are turning it off, how long extensively they're listening to maybe the first 20 sec. There's research put into this. They'll spin your record over 300 times, and that there'll be some numbers that'll tell us people don't really like this record or they turn off the... And understand this, with all that data... Engine is not the end-all, be-all. That's what happens in Houston. New York is different. Miami's different. Uh, Seattle's different. Understand that. Like, don't. That's I want to take it a step further than that. I wanna, how do they get to the point where it gets tried on the air? That's, that's where I'm Because we have a lot well, of. Well, with his situation, they don't try it on the air. That's what he's saying. No, we try. No, we try. They we try. try. It on the air. Well, yeah, you get a shot. You but, get. Depend, how who, does it get? Who on determines there? that? You do? Or no, 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 no. The PD Ooh, no we does. got a PD. There's a PD, PD and a general does, manager. Right, right. That exactly like right. how that But see, my situation is different. You can, yeah, you can just spin. My, my situation. Well, in Miami, is different. you know, I could. Right. Miami right. was like, oh, right. send me the record. It's amazing. Right. Let's spin. So, 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 just if y'all don't understand what what we're because we're talking radio stuff and they may not kind of understand. So, so Manny's situation is different than my situation, right? Manny's situation kind of because his his station is a is a Christian station, right? So with a Christian station, you have a program director, you may have a music director, and then you have on-air personalities, right? And so there's a process for music to get played on, on those type of stations, right? My show is on a secular station. It's the same format with a secular station as a program director, a music director, radio personality, so, and they have meetings, and the same stuff that he's saying uh, that applies for, for music to be played on his station is what happens on Hot 97 as a whole, but my show is different. I determine what gets played on my show. Now, if you're asking me, what do I look for to play a song on my show, I don't care if you're famous or not. Like, I, there's artists that, that I've played their music and you probably never heard them before, right? But I don't care nothing about that. It's good music. It has a good message. I believe it's something that's going to reach the people. I believe it's something that's going to glorify God. I believe it's going to fit in what I'm trying to present to the people each and every Sunday morning. So, so, so that's different from what Manny processes. You know what I'm saying? So I want you guys to understand what the, yeah, what the difference is. Your show, we're a station. Right. It's, it's right. different in that. How do you get on engine? Let's just say that. How do you get on engine? You have to be unique and different. You have to be what no one else is. And even if it sounds crazy to all your homies, but you know your sound is unique and different, that's what makes it on engine. Like, it's not if you have all these followers, if you, we, I'll give you, oh, you, I love giving practical. So I'll give you a record that's playing right now that I'm going to be 100 I didn't like. I thought it was horrible. And I had to come through and figure it out. There's a song by this young man. His name is Zonti. The song is called God Loves Me. Oh, I know. You see your face. I can tell. Bro, listen. I'm an old hip-hop head. Like, I like 90s. Like, 
I got to have lyricism now. Like, so don't get me. I'm not caught up in the backpack age, but I know what I'm looking for as we move forward. So Zonti, God likes, God loves me or whatever. God told me, you, oh, see, bro, listen. So when I heard the record, I was like, what is this? This is horrible. Who's going to spin this? Like, why would this even work for us? But guess what? He's unique. He's different. And people call. So when you start seeing people call the station over and over again, uh, can you play the songs on to you, God? And then you start looking at numbers and seeing where he's at and the kind of engagement he's getting. You start to figure out something is happening here. And as much as you may be caught up in your head on what you perceive great music is, it just speaks for itself. People speak. Like, you can have all these perceptions of, that's the problem with a lot of us. Like, we don't go engage beyond our genre of music, so you're not listening to anything else. Uh, even in my own case. Like, so I listen to a lot of stuff from the UK. Like, I listen to Stromae. Like, I listen to stuff that, know what, some stuff I don't even understand what exactly they're saying, but I know the, the genre of music, and I know what they're, uh, broaden your horizons and understand that it's evolving. What I was doing on radio 15 years ago doesn't work now especially with streaming and everything else. But Zonti got, God told me or whatever, we, now we spin it. We got to try it because at the end of the day, we, it's not about us. It's about the listener. And if the listener loves the music, guess what? My little PD head and me thinking I know everything goes, and that there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of platforms that filter. And that's another thing, and we could talk about that another day. Like in our genre, in our genre there's not enough filters so people just, you know, download a record, throw a verse on it, get it on a site, and boom, they think they got something when there's so much more that has to go behind that. Here's a tip for uh, artists out there. Um, first of all, I want to pose a couple of questions to you guys, all right? Um, they're not to be answered, but they're to be kind of food for thought. One, is your music mixed and mastered? Two, do you own the rights to your music? Three, is your music copyrighted? Four, are you registered with any pros? P-R-O, performance rights organizations, publishing people, all right? So those are the questions that I want you guys, if you don't have those things in your checklist, write those things down. Um, Lastly, with that, for, um, for what you said, for anybody who really wants to, if you don't have access to getting in on an engine or a Hot 97 or a Street Glory, Shazam is a bad mother, all right? This is something I've learned recently at an uh, all-radio convention, is that radio stations, FM radio stations, those that are secular, Gospel, Christian hip hop, they look at Shazam numbers. If they're if the radio stations is registered with the with the platform that Shazam is on, they look at those numbers. If you can get your stuff registered to the point where Shazam can pick it up, tell everybody, play my song and Shazam it. Because that's gonna help you get radio placement. So that being said, how do I approach DJ Tony Tone, how do I approach you with getting music on your show? That, that's an easy question, but that's a tricky great. question. Be real. Um, no, I, I, be real. No, I'm going to be real. I know you are. I know <laughs> you. I'm going to be on it. Um, if, if we're, just, just be human. 
And what I mean by be human is just how would you want somebody to approach you? See, the, the good and the bad of, of me being on radio is that some people don't care nothing about me. And that's fine. I get it. I understand it. All you want is your record played on the radio. I understand that. If you don't think I can pick that up, then you're, you're fooling yourself. You know what I'm saying? So that relationship or that conversation goes, I'm just going to give you the email address. Here, send it here. And I'll listen to it. I'll listen to I'll listen to everything that comes through my, my, my email address. Um, but if you want to build a relationship that's different, now don't build a relationship with the intent of just wanting to have your music played on the radio. See what I'm saying? Like I've known these guys for years. You know what I'm saying? I've known Dre for years. Our relationship had nothing to do with radio. You know what I'm saying? It had nothing to do with radio. You know, we we just build. We just. Build. I remember sending mixes to Manny in, in Florida. Now look look where he's at. So so what do you think is gonna happen if an opportunity comes up when Manny says, "Yo, I can have a DJ mix on my radio show." Who you think Manny's gonna call? Who who you think he's gonna call? And it has nothing to do with just because I'm on Hot 97. Man's gonna be like, yo, Tom, I remember we was, he didn't pay me. I wasn't getting paid. I was doing C1 radio at the same time I was doing Street Glory. For three years. I just recently stopped doing C1 radio because I couldn't manage the mixes and, and doing the Street Glory at the same time, right? So it's about relationship, especially on the Christian side. You wanna be different than a worldly, you know what I'm saying, a person that don't know God. So you should be acting at least a little bit better than a person who don't know our God when it comes to relationships and how you handle things. If not, then, then, then you know, we need to do, you know, one of them Judge Judy court things or whatever the case may be because your, your, your Christianity is going to be on question. It's going to be on trial. But just to answer the question, really, you know, again, my music email address is music at djtonytone.com. You know what I'm saying? Um, just, you know, send it. And if you... Like I said, be humble. You know, I'm not trying to take from who, who, who Kendrick does Kendrick, Lamar, right? Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> you know, but but I I get emails all you know, yo, started you know, who who said that? Your mama said that. Your your cousin said it was the hottest thing. This is trash. <laughs> okay, that's exactly where it goes. Oh my God! Oh no! You no, said no, to be real. real. No no no! Wait wait! We, we, you we said got, to be real. We, we got we got we got we got we got we got to talk that real quick. We got to talk that real quick. All right, because a lot. We don't hate the radio guys. So uh, we finish. Listen, we got in trouble last year because we did a listening session here. Thank <laughs> oh, God I was in trouble. Oh you. <laughs> <laughs> we got in trouble. Not not trouble trouble, but um we. We did a listening session for people who wanted to submit their stuff and say, "Is this suitable for right now?" We had a we had an executive from RCA Records, we had uh, a top notch Christian hip hop producer, we had two other radio experts and professionals, and we sat there. We listened to three songs, and those three songs were not up to snuff, and we told them they were not up to snuff. So then what happened was when the feedback came back, it's like, hey, did you enjoy the conference? Nah, man, y'all bashed our music. But let me tell you this. One person in particular, they said, we, we went in. The music sounded dated. The flow was dated. The production was not on par. It, just, it wasn't a bad song, but if it was 2016, we would not play it on the radio. So we told this person, 
This is not up to snuff. They got mad. They got so mad, they went out and fixed their music. Ended up getting placed on a Spike Lee movie. All right. So one thing that you have to, one thing I always tell people, my man Travis back there who used to tune in to our uh, C1 Radio's uh, new music screenings because we were brutally honest on that show. Uh, don't take the opinions of your family members, of your church members, because they know you. And a lot of times people who don't do what you do are always impressed with what you do. And I believe um, in the last panel, there was mention of mentorship, yeah. right? You have to find yourself a mentor who is in this industry. Somebody's going to tell you the real, no, this is not good. No, you shouldn't put this out. Or it's not necessarily not bad, but you need to tweak this thing. Make sure when you submit stuff to him, when you submit stuff to him, when you submit stuff to me, make sure you lead with your best hand. That being said, Manny, you're not a show. You're on a station. How does one submit to Engine for consideration? Um, it's easy, man. Um, we have a program director. A lot of you guys might know who he is. His name is Chris Chicago. Uh, he's, yeah, he's been in radio a really, really, really long time. He just became PD maybe four months ago. Uh, if you need anyone to support you ever in the genre of music that the people that are sitting here, that's the guy you want to support you. And he's not coming from a background where he was just doing CCM music. He's urban like us. So guess what? When you have a record that caters to our genre, he's a lot more open to listening than those that come from a background where it's traditional CCM or traditional black gospel. Because sometimes there's thought processes and ideas of that's a little too edgy. That's not the case, at least in Houston. Uh, you go through him. Uh, something I want you to, because you ask this, how do you approach tone? Like, just make good music, man. All these other protocols, like, just make good music. Do music that makes it you, makes it uniquely you. Because honestly, like, if you're a good radio DJ and you care about this stuff, you're looking for stuff. And I go listen. I do because I care about my show. I care about my craft. I care about the kind of stuff that. So like Andre, after so many years, still sends me records. And I'm open. I love this genre. Like I'm passionate about it. Just make good music. Believe me, people will hear it. Someone will find it. The numbers will climb. And guess what? People will come out of the woodworks from nowhere to be like, yo, how do I get this record? I, can, they see, can you send it to me in wave? Or it, it's Stop forgetting about the process. Like. There should be, when you come to something like this, hear everything and then understand that, okay, there's processes you got to go through, but at the same time, you got to be uniquely you because that's what makes you unique to people like us. Because if we hear it and you sound like everyone else, and this is another thing that I struggle with, so nothing is new under the, like, the sun. There's people that in our genre, it sounds like they're doing something new. Honestly, it's just a remake of some indie artists that no one knows about, but you're caught up on now because you're really not listening to that kind of music. So just be, do your music. Be you. Your story is unique. Like, keep that in mind. Stop worrying about what everybody else is doing and, and meet people genuinely open to understand who they are. Like, love, and I've learned this the hard way. Like, be consistent and show love and be humble and be hungry. Like, those are the two things to this date after 15 years uh, that I've learned is continue to be hungry and continue to be humble because it'll yeah. get you really far. 
and, and, and understand the process. I meet you today. I never saw you. I meet you a year later. Maybe that's the season God has for me to have a record that's ready to play on the radio. Right. Right. I, have, I have a quick question, man. How, how many people have ever listened to Street Glory on Hot 97? Okay. That's a good number. Praise the Lord. Um, how many people have ever heard a song on there that they liked, but they would have never thought they would have liked that song until they heard it on Street Glory? One person, two, three. Okay, okay. And so, and so the reason why I ask that question is because, to Manny's point, if it's good music, it doesn't matter who made it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, it just, it's not going to matter. It shouldn't matter. Be because, because most, first of all, you're not even going to, unless I tell you who the artist is, you're not even going to know who the artist is. But it's if you same. heard a song, you're like, yo, that's hot. It's different, but it's hot. Then, then we're we're doing our we're doing our job. We're doing you know what I'm saying. Something is being accomplished. And again, mo majority of the sh of the music is not from named artists. They really are not from. They're from artists that you know. Again, they from they could be from anybody in this room. You know what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't. Like my man, my man over here is missing manager, right? He's he just missing. Just sent me uh, a song a couple of weeks ago. Young Bull, right? I played it last week. The song come, came out what yesterday? Yesterday. I'm I'm playing it again tomorrow, right? But he's been sending me his music for a while, ever since he meant they was part of uh, RPSMG. But he makes good music. And like he, when he comes out with music, he's like, yo, I'm going to send it to Tone. And I don't play everything that Mission sends me, right? But he'll send me some good stuff. And I'm like, you know what? If he, if I, I, like, I, know his, I know what comes from him. So I'm going to at least give it a listen. Because I know he's been, he's been sending me stuff before that it's, you know, something's going to be there. I got to do my man T.Y.'s out of Philly. How many of you ever heard of T.Y.'s? The, the cat is a monster. He's a freaking monster, right? He's got a song coming out. Trust me, it's going to be a banger, right? But again, that's that's just what we do for, you know what I'm saying, in and radio. It, right. And it's a, I'm sorry, understand this, like, there's a season and a time. Right, right. And you just have to be diligent enough and be patient and wait on God. So I met this many years ago at this thing called Kingdom Choice Awards. They do it here in New York, I think. Yeah, Kingdom Choice Awards. All right, we came to the Kingdom Choice Awards. The first time I came many years ago, I met this little white guy at the end, okay? I was leaving. I was doing interviews. I was just hustling, man. I was trying to get any interview I could back then. It was just a grind. The last interview was this little white kid named Sea Light. You know who that is? Wow. Okay. Wow. The interview's on YouTube. You can go wow. look at it. Wow. We sit down. I don't know who this little white kid is. They sit him there. It's like, what's up? Yeah, my name is Sea Light. We're talking about sin is whack and all this. And honestly, that became who you know now as Andy Minio. Okay. Understand the process of it. Like, give yourself a chance. Don't get caught up on what's, like, there's a season God has for you. Yeah. There is. And Continue to, and, and have the mentality that the record you just dropped right now is not the best record you have. God is going to give you a better record. Like, because if your mentality is, I just dropped a record, this is the hottest thing ever. Like, son, there's people out here grinding, putting in the work, record upon record. Like, I, I give you a couple examples, but, like, understand that, like, and to me, because I love this genre so much, like, I take gratitude in that process. Understand? Like how you said, Messenger, it is the most gratifying thing. Yeah, Messenger. Okay. It's the most gratifying thing to see people grow in their process. These platforms are great, but the best gratification I get as in doing what I'm doing is getting to see artists come from nothing and God just build them up. And you just be a tool that God used to get them there. That's it. All right. So this is a music business conference not a music idealist conference. So we got to drop some business stuff okay. for you um, because everything that, that was said on this panel so far 
is excellent, and you guys do need to know that. But um, who remembers the checklist that I gave 10 minutes ago? The four things? Yeah. Copyright, number one. Pros, number two. Next and master, number three. Somebody else provides them, too. Do you own the rights to the music? Okay. So now I'm going to ask, I'm going to kind of, you know, switch the focus to you guys and you guys fill in where you need to fill in. Why is it important to be registered with a pro? First off, who knows what a pro is? What's a pro? Okay. Companies that handle the royalties. There's three major companies uh, in the United States that handles those. What are those three companies? CSAC. BMI, ASCAP, and CSAC. Why is it important for you to be registered with them? you can get your royalties. Now, how do you make sure that when these guys play your your music, how do you make sure that that happens um, when they play it, that it gets registered or that the, the pros pick it up? It has to play a certain time. Huh? It has to play a certain time for it. Right, but there's still something that has to happen in between. Go ahead. When you're registered, that money comes in? I mean, that's simple. Where do you register? Somebody had to hand up in the back. Where do you get that from? Who's ever heard of Nielsen? One person who was on the panel, so you don't count. <laughs> right. Sound scan. What is it also referred to? Three letters. Three letters. BDS. Nielsen Sound Scan BDS. In order for the radio stations, to order for the radio stations to know who they're paying out and in order for the, the pros to know who they're paying out to, you have to be registered with those. It works in tandem. Those, uh, the radio stations, when they, when, they submit their, uh, when they submit their playlist, they go to Nielsen. Nielsen goes to whoever, is, whoever you guys are signed under. That's how you get played. That's how you get played. That's also how you appear on what? The billboard charts. That's an important thing, especially on the business side of things. Why is it, why, Tony, why is it important for them business-wise? Why is it important for them to appear on the billboard charts, at least on the added list or the played list? Well, again, that helps, especially in a managed situation where if a station is going to add your music, they're going to look at stuff like that to see if it's worth if it's worth them adding it to it. I mean, it has its advantages. But again, on the business side of stuff, if this is how you're trying to eat and this is how you're trying to live, then you need to handle the business side of things in order for that to happen. It's beneficial because it you're reporting one and two, and it tells other stations beyond the one that's reporting 
that your stuff is hot and I need to go listen. So if you do report on there and you don't have to be top 10. If I see you at 20, then I could be catching you on the up and up and put you on my station and make sure I'm catching the wave of what everyone else is doing. So that way you as an artist, collectively, everybody's helping you push up that scale. And once you get to a certain point, then everybody and their mama wants to deal with you because you're at a really high level. So that's the reason why. There is um, this young lady by the name of Gina Miller, who is the head of gospel over at E1 Entertainment. Anybody knows E1 Entertainment? She put out a Facebook uh, post. She went live and discussed one, um, one what day because she looked at the reports for the Billboard gospel charts and noticed that the number one album in gospel for that week had only sold 35 units. 35 And that's because units. not enough people are reporting and getting their paperwork right. So honestly, for you that's here, that's a benefit because others are sleeping and not reporting. So guess what? If you drop the record at the right time with the right push, guess what? You can be reported. I'll give you an example. There's a young man named Big Nay, I think. Big Yay. Big Yay. He's reported on Billboard recently. Now, people who never knew who Big Yay was. Travis, stand up. They're gonna go. Travis, stand up. They're gonna go look. <laughs> they're gonna go look at Big Yay and be like, "Why is this guy on Billboard? I must go and listen." That's why your paperwork has to be on point. Because if it's not, guess what? It's not as visible. And unless I'm on some website or somewhere uniquely to I like, then I'm not gonna go. the The Billboard is like the end all be all to begin to see where these guys are trending. So it's important. It's actually for us in our genre. As on the business side, it's an advantage. So, like, when people like Andre in the back says, buddy, we about to get your paperwork right so you can appear on these, then it's a benefit for you, one, and two, and it's just an easier job for you to push yourself. We waste our money on so many other things than just the things that need to be right. So when you're dropping records, you, you mean you report, now I'm going to go look at you. Business-wise, it's one of the smartest things you could do. Let me tell you something. I just negated a question. If anybody caught what I just did, I negated a question I asked earlier to these guys. How do I go to you to get my music on your radio? I'm going to look at Billboard. If I chart on Billboard, I don't have to bug him. I don't have to bug him. We go look. I go look. I own a radio station. I go look and see what's hot. Who added it? And the thing is, if you guys, if you guys pay attention to these things, all right, uh, Travis, I got to go to you because I told you to stand up for real quick. How did Big Yay make it to the point where he was able to get, where he was able to chart? Because I know half of these cats ain't never heard of Big Yay. Now, how did he know to get his paperwork right? <laughs> ah, tell him, son. <laughs> Say that again? What did you do? No, 
no, he, he, no, you're, you're right. And uh, I will say this. So it's a double fold on that. Make sure when you are reporting that you got the hottest thing ever. Because if you want anybody to ever look at you, that's the moment your best work needs to be present. Because yeah. that could be either death or life. Yeah, right? let me let me People say could this. be like, oh, Big Yeezy, I'm going to. And we went and looked. We liked it. Guess what? It's spinning. It was simple. We didn't, he didn't have to do nothing. He hadn't to call nobody. We went and looked. Who is this guy? Never heard of him. Oh, he's doing CHH. Guess what? We want to spin that. So. That's yeah. how it sort of works. Also, and you know, when you're as an artist, right? And it's and it's simple, right? One of the most frustrating things for radio and for DJs, right? Because I'm gonna speak on both sides of it, right? If your music is not tagged properly, you are literally shooting yourself in the foot. All right, there's a thing called there's iTunes, right? And the simplest way to do it is just do it through iTunes, I right? Make sure you have. The artist name, the name of the song, possibly the genre, the year, and everything else is a bonus. But if it doesn't at least have that information in it, you're literally asking for your music to get thrown in the trash can. <laughs> yeah, I think I did. <laughs> I think I did. And, and here's, the, here's the reason why. Here's the reason why. We go through so much music on a daily basis Right? There's times I'm trying to catch up and I got like 90 songs I got to go through. Right? So I'm dumping it in iTunes so I can at least just listen to it. I get across a song and I have no idea who made the song. I might even like the song, but I'm like, who did the song? So now I got to either track, backtrack the emails to find out who sent it. Hopefully it's in the email, but sometimes I don't even have time for that. And if it's not a song that I'm really, really excited about, I'm not even doing that. So if your music is not tagged properly, you're, you're literally saying, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm wasting my time because you're not going to waste my time. Right. I don't have time to waste. Time is something I'll never get back, so I don't have time to waste it. So do that. That's, that's minimum. That's minimum. If you're not at least doing that, now the bonus is the instrumentals and the acapellas. That's the bonus. And for radio, for like engine, you have to send the wave formats. For DJs, we, we, we can still rock with MP3s. But if you're sending it to radio, you definitely want to send it in the wave format as or well. Or 320 KB. MP3. Right, or 320, right. So, again, th that's the reason why. And, again, everybody should, like, be praying for Andre and be thanking for Andre for this conference because it's, it's stuff like this that you're not going to get anywhere else. Right. You're, oh. you're not going to get it. Real quick, for anybody who is a Pro Tools or, or, or an Audition user or any music uh, program editing, if, if it's not you, tell this to your engineers. Um, the term is called metadata. Metadata. M-E-T-A-D-A-T-A. It is essential. That is what tagging is. And you don't have to do anything special when your engineer is done mixing and mastering your stuff. Just have him enter the information in the metadata, and you won't have to worry about it. All right, we only have 10 minutes left, so we're going to take some questions from you guys. Um, so if you have a question, just line up right here real quick, and we'll take up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Take him the mic, man. Huh? No, no, no. I'm not Oprah Winfrey. All right. All right. <laughs> 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 I'm used to Comic-Con stuff, you know what I'm saying? So, all right. So just raise your hand if you have a question. Well, this is great. We ain't got none. 
Oh, we could do some more angry demons. We were that bad. We were that bad. Happened last year. Is it that bad or is that good? No, we're good. That's a good thing. There's no. No, it's great. Is it? Yeah, right. You want to register. You want to register three places. You want to register with the government. Number one. All right, which is your copyright. <laughs> that makes sure that nobody can copyright your stuff. I mean, nobody can can take your stuff without your permission. Otherwise, you're gonna have a good payday after you know a couple of months in court. Number two, <laughs> you want to register with a performance rights organization, a pro, BMI, CSAC, ASCAP. Um, Canada, for anybody who does, um, who is from Canada or whatever, they just created their pro. I forgot the name of it, but there is one that exists for Canada. Um, so those three plus one, you want to make sure. Now, the thing is, you can only register with one of them. So do your research. Do your research. They all different. They all pay out differently. They all have different scales. A lot of the bigger name artists go with ASCAP. A lot of the indie artists go with BMI. I do a, I do a lot, Tony knows, I do a lot of work with BMI and ASCAP. So you have to do your research to see which one is more beneficial from you. Jonathan Nelson told a story one time when his first BMI uh, check was 14 grand, but he also was an A-list uh, <laughs> ad. Look, man, you got all them questions and you really want to sit down Andre is a book back there, and uh, you literally can sit with him, and <laughs> I don't get into all that. That's too much deep. I'm not an artist, and that's a lot of, because a lot of times, a lot of this language, you have to know what you're talking about, because now you're going to look reckless, and your paperwork ain't right, and that's why conferences like this exist, because no one's really having these conversations, and artists are working, doing all this stuff, so Andre, that's the only person I know really here that knows beyond just whatever we know at the top of the head. He studies it, known it, and on top of it all the time. So right. definitely, that's a conversation you should be so having. So you definitely will have yeah, that. Um, so that and, and Nielsen BDS, to answer your other question, you want to make sure that you – but talk to Andre Mullen. He has a, a better handle on it. All right, we got one, one more question in the back. Sound exchange. Sound it, sound it. Is that for like changing your email or whatever? You give an email and people give records free. What's Sound Exchange? I'm conf Exchange does is they take care of the sound um, recording royalties. Yeah, that's a publishing question. That's what they do. Yeah, that's a publishing question. <laughs> They take care of the sound recording. They take care of the sound recording royalties that an artist um, um, pretty much has set up. So a producer, produ they work for producers, and they also work for artists who are on the sound, who are part of the sound exchange or sound royalty collection. All right. For more information, for anybody who has those type of questions. See the man that just got through talking. That's exactly why I said that's the person. Look, you need to we talk know about. we know a lot, but we don't know everything. Well, not and, on that side. And, and he specializes in that. So we're we're signing off. Uh, where can they where can they find you with your you know socials and all that good stuff? At jblaze305, man, and uh, you can check us out. Just download the Engine app, six to ten every day in Houston or worldwide on your app, Engine app.
All right, where you can find uh, you? For me, DJTonyTone.com. Sunday morning, Street Glory, Hot 97, 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. Um, yeah, I, I appreciate your support and just thank you. All right. You can check me out on um, C1RadioShow.com um, and on all social media platforms, C, the number one radio show. And you can also check me out at Crazy1373. This has been Radio in the Changing Music Industry. We will now return you back to the knowledgeable Sounds and voices of Andre Mullen. So, uh, oh man, give it up, give it up, give it up.